Okay. Voices slowly coming back. We're not for a few simchas and shirim in between. It would even be stronger. You can hear me back there? Because I'm not. You can uh, move in. So we were discussing last week the very important overview of the Mechdam Elio on a number of issues of mazel and the next couple of weeks we'll circle back to Nichush and the question of how do you know when it's a Rambez Minashamayim? How do you tell if you're imagining things, if it's Nichush? So all this will be included in the three or four pieces we're going to see. We were discussing last week at the very tail end of the first piece where he discusses Mazel of a person and we touched upon it Shabbos morning. And his two examples were Avma Vinu, who went from Avaram to Avhamon Goyim, and he changed his mazel exponentially by changing his whole core mission. The mission was the same on a very small scale of being the leader of Aram, but he became, he was so good at it, and he steigt, and through his Bechira, he raised the bar so much that Kosh chose him to be the father of the Amanifcher. For that, he needed children, and his mazel from being barren had to change to a person who can have a child to give birth to Yisrael. That's a major change. The second example is Hannah, and Hannah was also barren. Many, many years she davened, and with the tefillahs, the schusavis, her husband, the tzaddik, the yichus, and everything put together, Lamaisa wasn't pushed through until there was a change in circumstance for Yisrael, where Yisrael needed a major shift in the leadership in terms of leadership was good, they were the shayftim, but the type of leadership in terms of Klai Yisrael, according to the Mahalach we took, uh, Victor Miller, that they were in a lower madrega and they needed a king to be able to force the halacha and to break the hands of Rishayim, fight Melchamas Hashem, of which the king has to do, sometimes not a very popular job. And for those wondering, what's the disadvantage? Why not have a king right away? So we mentioned that the danger of a king is that you're surrendering a lot of power to one person. If he's very good, he'll bring everybody up and use it in the right way. If he's not so good, he'll drag everybody down. And any of the participants in the Navi Shia for the past uh, 20 years have seen, um, I always like the good news first, a lot of upward movement and a lot of damage. You have uh, David, Amalach and Shlomo Amalach, and Asa and Yashafat, and Chizkiah and Yoshio and Sitkiah. We didn't get to Sitkiah yet. He was a tzaddik, but he couldn't do that much. And then you have Achav and Yeravam and Menashe, not in that order, and many other sad examples which you didn't even get to yet. So it's dangerous. And therefore, if you don't need it, govern yourself. At such point, you need it. We need somebody to appoint them. It's fascinating. Avdesa doesn't explain, but it's more for the Navi Shir, why you need a, a Navi to come on the scene to appoint them, anoint them, and have that shift, why that pivotal shift had to be done through Shmuel Hanavi. The glimpse of uh, where the, where the storyline might be, so to speak, is that the only Navi mentioned in the same breath with Moshe and Aaron and Shmuel. So if you talk about greatness in the Vian, Moshe and Aaron, Shmuel, Yeshaya. I don't want to continue the list because you don't want to put your head between Harm Gedalim, but there had to be somebody unusually great, almost a uh, concept they talk about. Sometimes you have Gedelim appear in a tkufa that they're a throwback to an earlier tkufa. 
and they're needed for the particular job the Klai Yisrael needs. Now, often, the end of the Kufa will be the biggest, and the Gainim they talk about, the uh, Gainim before the Rishonim, such a concept. Uh, they say, Avon Gain, Les Mantapolig, some different Kufa, and they, they have such a notion that the Shamas are sent down at a pivotal time to do a job that only that neshama could accomplish. It's still not a done deal unless they exercise the Bechir in a positive way, which Shmuel Hanavi obviously did. But it's fascinating. We're sort of segueing from the Shaiftim to the Malachim, but the story is all about Shmuel Hanavi, who wasn't a Shaiftim or a Melech. But he was there, and he was put there, and Chana had the schuss of having him because of her tefillahs and everything else, but it still didn't happen until he was needed. A case in point, this was inspired Siat Shmaya Dover Bita, Maisa, Yaakov, we were discussing this the way home, Matzah Shabbos, and on the way home, my son called me from Lakewood, and he said that uh, he added uh, some, carved out some time from his day with his sugiyas in Babakama to start uh, trying to uh, learn Navi a little bit to Ian. He's doing it only for 10-15 minutes, so that's why he called me after the first parak, because he remembers vaguely that we gave Sharon this many years ago. So, he had a very good, very good question, and I copied it in case you don't remember it from 17 years ago. Uh, well, you didn't hear it. Did we have a copy in front of you? I've, uh, I'll give one to Ellie. And, uh, have, uh, are there any more here? <coughs> so if you look at Pazich Chav Gimel, about Chana, our topic. So, she had the baby, Baruch Hashem, healthy baby. We don't know yet about the Ruchnius of how this child will turn out. So she has suggested to Akana that I want to stay here. Akana revived the mitzvah of Alila Regal. It was a mace mitzvah in his time. And he started slowly by bringing his family and then a few more families, 10 families, 20 families, 50 families. And he built it up and he brought it back. Different mitzvahs go up and down. And we spoke about uh, Shatnas last week uh, in the early uh, 30s, 40s, whenever Berez may try to revive it. But there, there are many mitzvahs that go through Tkufus. Yashan Chadash had a revival. Two reasons. The main reason is because the first time in maybe a thousand years it was possible to do it without starving. They didn't have bumper crops in Europe and they barely made it to the next season. And they certainly didn't have little labels with these funny squiggly lines with these serial numbers that you could tell when the thing was created and who the Alta Bubba of this Cheerios was and all the other information you might need. You think they're just doing it to tell you what they're going to overcharge you. Uh, but it's a lot going on in that, in that code. And it's, it's unbelievable. And we did the uh, Rabbi Herman here in Muncie, did the research for many, many years and got the codes, got the information, and now you can not only not starve by keeping Yoshin, you can actually get very heavy and eat whatever you want. There's no shortage, every pizza place, every, uh, every cockroach cake, every, uh, there, there's no, if you live in a populated area, there's, it's very easy to get. Not every brand, but it's very easy. So it had a resurgence, and now, now it's available. People all start learning the dinam and they say, wow, this is an amazing thing. It's Mam Shashayla Vanessa Teresa and they're very Vishayna Mahobu Chumar. The reason it was never studied much is because it was impossible anyways. They just relied on the Mekilim. So you have many things that just fall into, uh, I don't want to say disuse. So mitzvahs don't get, uh, don't fall to disuse. 
by all of Chai Yisrael, but they become difficult to different kufas. And then they're revived, and Ali Larego was down to a very low ebb, and Elkanah brought it back. So can you imagine Elkanah's family not going? So this is the first time, probably the last time, his own Rebbe Tzimchana said, I, I'm not really coming this year, I'm going to stay here because he's a young infant and I have to travel and he's nursing and when I wean him, I'm going to bring him up and then I'm going to say goodbye and I promised Hashem I'm donating him to Klai Yisrael and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Which uh, is quite an amazing feat. And Alkana's response in Pasi Chav Gimel, V'yem Allah Alkana Isha, Hasi Atay Be'nayach, Shvi Ad Gemalech, Aisai Ach Yakem Hashem Ez Devaroi, she stayed home. And afterwards, the puzzle goes on, she introduces him to Elia Kayin, and then we have the whole issue, which we'll get to soon, of the fact that he walked to the base of the base of then was very understaffed. He didn't have too many Kayinim, and Eli's two sons were uh, Masmidim. In this case, this thing is being too much of a Masmid. But you have to know when Tamatera is Decha something else and something else Decha Tamatera. Bikitzer, there was a, a bit of an issue because uh, they brought the Kabbalah, she brought the animals in and they said, well, we'll get to it. And uh, Shmuel Anavi, Shmuel Anavi, the young Shmuel, who was two years old, said, uh, what do you got? Let's get it started. They said, we don't have Kainam that are right here, right now, and wherever they are, the best measures. And he said, Shrita Kesheir Bazar, what's the problem? And he had a whole drosha. <coughs> which means Hana taught him a lot already. And uh, they said, that's very interesting, young man, but um, we have a Pesach here in the office down the hall. And he's the God Ladar, his name is Eli Kain and Kain Gadol. He's been Paskin Shailas and leading Klai Yisrael for decades and decades, and uh, we're bringing you there. And uh, we'll get back to this in a few moments as the next point, what the conversation was afterwards. So hold the thought for a moment. Let me just show you Rashi and Chav Gimel. I want to bring out this question. Yachem Hashem is Devaro. Yachem Hashem is Devaro. Two pshatim. Rashi says the pashup shot. Es shashalt mimenu zera noshim. You asked Kosh Baruch Hu. You daven for zera noshim, a capable leader, somebody to help Klai Yisrael. She understood there was a change in the tkufa here. Ve'eli b'israich b'ruch hakodesh alakei Yisrael yitet eshei laseich. And Eli Akayim told you it would happen. Gave you a bracha. So he gave a bracha and he said, okay, so you take a Is that a bracha or a promise? So, per the things we were discussing in this year about brachas and the uh, telling the future, it apparently wasn't pushed that it was a promise. Tzadik uh, geyser, but Tzadik uh, can't be geyser whatever he wants all the time. It depends on a lot of circumstances. So he gave her a bracha, but getting a bracha made Liakain was uh, something special. He was the Gadladar by a million miles uh, of many dares. It still wasn't double pushed because you see Elkanah here, and the Pashat of the Pasuk, Rashi says, has to daven that Halavai, what Eli told you, should come true. So it came true already. She had a baby. But the second part, Sheila Seich, is not only you should have a child, but the child should grow up and be helping Klai Yisrael and be the leadership we need and whatever else she was asking for. So that part, Elkanah, who's also the Kogadladar, so to speak, Yakam Hashem is Devarim. And he gave his bracha the halavai. Our young infant should grow up to be the shmuel that we were looking for. Medrash Haggadah, Medrash This is very famous. Rabbi Nachemia, B'Shem, Rabbi Shmuel, Bar, Rabbi Yisroch, Amar, B'Chol Yevayem, Baskol Yetzei, and Mefatzetzes Ba'ilam. Every day is a Baskol that was crying out 
And apparently a lot of people heard it. Vameris. A lot of baskals that come out. Uh, I learned a lot of Banashul Teira and all sorts of Gemaras, but you got to be tuned in to hear it. This apparently enough parents heard. And when you hear a baskal like that, so what are you daven for? Is every mother who is expecting, or seems to be expecting, uh, daven that uh, this baskal, that there's going to be born somebody very great, destined to be very great by the name of Shmuel. So what they do? They name the kid Shmuel. It's every bris. They create after like the 300 bris or... The Brava Gas got up and said, You don't have to stand near me. I know what it is. The creation of Yisrael. I got it already. It seems to be in vogue. So you can imagine the whole, um, like, uh, you thought Yale was a problem in class. So um, they had upcoming graduating class, and everybody was named Shmuel. For good reason. You want to at least have room for the Bracha to be chal. So Baskal said, And this is before they had last names. So then, the other 100,000 Shemuls, as they were growing up, so everybody sort of figured, Nice kid, not the one. So um, my son asked me, how'd they know? Just a question. When did they figure out it wasn't him? So I assume they figured out it wasn't him. There was a Tukufa as Basco was coming out wasn't exactly where Shmuel was born a few months before. I don't know how long it went, but you'll see from the second part of Rashi that it was clear who the real Shmuel was very soon. I don't know. It's funny. Is the Bosco stopped? Okay, so I don't know how long it was going for beforehand. It obviously stopped at a certain time. Stopped when he was born. What's Naniyach, that's the case. How long was it before? I don't know. I don't know how many children were named but it sounds like a lot. And as they're growing up, they said, this is not the one. It sounds like they said that at a very young age. Now, Kuri Basco was going for years and years, and they said that when he was 13, 15, 20. So, Akasha, it sounds like it's a very young age. My uh, son wanted to know why they decided at one or two or three or four that he wasn't going to be Shmuel. What, he wants to know what age do you throw in the towel? What's the answer? Never. Never. Thank you. Exactly the word I was looking for. There is not, my Bakiva started at 40. Can you imagine where they throw in the towel? It sounds like from the Rashi, though. He's right. The first quick reading is they, they said very quickly, oh, that's not the one. Why? I don't know. He was throwing all his Lego pieces all over the floor. He wouldn't clean up. We're understanding this measure Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, um, yeah. this is very little. They all named the Shmuel. This is not a... This, this is a fact of history. And they all named Shmuel. By the way, for the same reason they named him Yehli, and we named uh, children Moshe, and all the, after all the other... We, we want the name to be a um, school law for... Uh, it certainly helps in him death to a tzaddik. It's certainly uh, a, a nice thing, not just for the current tzaddik, but anything can help. So, whatever age, I don't know, but the answer is never. Then the real Shmuel was born. So then, Alkana and Chana were hoping, it looked like he was the one, but it sounds like sounds like all the neighbors were looking. I would suspect they were looking in their direction because this is the most Yuchistic family from Klai Yisrael and his father was a Gadol Adar. Now, does that mean every father is a Gadol The kids mean Gadol Adar? Not necessarily. But there's certainly, uh, if you have a family, Altairus HaKadosh, and they have uh, brains in the family, it's certainly a Maila, less Montepoli. It's not a guarantee. Nothing's a guarantee. And I'll say that sometimes it's harder to have generation after generation, so 
Hashem brings it that way, so people shouldn't say that Terry's uh, Beirusha, everybody else gives up. If you're not from a Yuchazika family, your father is not in Kikadis, you don't stand a chance. So, but Dafka, that's not true. It's the beauty of Yiddishkeit. We have no caste system, and anybody who wants to learn, just learn. And it doesn't make a difference where you're from. But Lamaisa, he, I, I shared here a few times. I sat with the stipler. I sat many more times with Chaim. I'm not amazed. I'm amazed that both Reb Chaim and the stipler. I'm not amazed that Reb Chaim came from the stipler. That's not a, that's not, a, I have many examples of this. That, that's not a, not a coincidence, but Chazal do say that Hashem made sure that that doesn't only happen that way because otherwise anybody outside is going to have Yish and that's not true. So here, my guess is Kibbutz Shinova out of all the thousands of families in Kaisal, who was looking in, had they figure out Shmuel was the one? The answer is, is that they didn't know. They figured it might be them, and they named the Kitchmul, but they were also looking in this direction. And people saw right away, now this, I don't know how young the other kids were, because like you said, maybe the Basque was going on for 10 years. Maybe they were already 15 when they figured it out. Doesn't sound like that, but maybe. Over here, this Pasuk, he's less than two. And Elkanah's already betting that this is the one. Well, it's a safe bet because she was barren for 19 years and she had a child after the bracha. That's, it's already hello over who. And if the tefillah was a scapel, so Mastama, the rest of the tefillah, goes to the It's not in the bag. That's why he's davening. But already at the age of one and a half, one, one and a half, two, whatever, sounds like even less. She said, I'm not going for the next two years. At a very young age, they saw that he wasn't leaving his Legos all over the floor or whatever. The sin and godless they saw. If your kids are leaving a leg on the floor, you should still plan that they could be from the Gedalia Dark. But the discussion I was having with my son, that I could listen to, was that there are some people who have tainas on some publishing companies, uh, for all the things to have tainas on. Like people just live to have tainas, even if everything is good or the things they're looking at is good. So they have tainas on certain biographies. They say, yeah, the biographies, they, this gadol was a new shas by the age of seven, a new this, a, yeah, give me chalish zadas. So first of all, they shouldn't lie. The biographies uh, obviously are not the, the more personal things of the struggles should be obvious and um, maybe there's a way to say some of it without, uh, you know, you got to be careful about Shemir Zalashan also. But the facts are that there were great people who weren't born geniuses and they steigged and they were gewaldic and there were those that were and they steigged but it wasn't in the bag either and they had to work on it. Saul Salanta said, I might have the intellect of 20 people but I have the achrayas of 20 people. So, all this is very important in the mazel and the toolbox we have. So apparently, what someone's asking is it sounds like at a very young age it was Nicker, he would be uh, extremely talented and talented enough to be the Shmuel. So, is that fair? He has nothing to do with fair. It has to do with muzzle. And I would hope that anybody's going to have a leadership position, anybody's going to do this, is going to have gifts that some of the people might not have, or else they're not going to do the job. Yeah, but even, so, you could go on your example of Rukhain, right? Yeah. Rukhain didn't become Rukhain unless he harvested his braids out of the way. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can't. I, not, I, I, that's, I'm, I keep going back to both points because this is always misquoted. It's both. Chazal say it's not a Yerusha and you have to work hard. And if you have no Yichus and your father, grandfather, no one was learning, everybody was carrying water in Europe, you could have come to God. One has nothing to do with the other. But there's still, you can't erase 
uh, bringing up a child, Altairis HaKadosh, with an emphasis on learning and brains in the family. That certainly a Maila. And those who want to ignore that, they want to ignore it sometimes because they don't want everything to be Altairis HaKadosh in the house. It's too much of a responsibility for them. So that's a cop-out. And then they want to say, well, I'm not so smart. All of a sudden they get an day. People are smart for what they want to be smart for. And number three, we try in every other area to give everybody every single advantage they can have. So you have a guy who's uh, playing professional sports. From that, right? um, we know about their character traits. We spoke about that after Sheer a few weeks ago. But he can be born very strong. He can be born looking like a linebacker. If he doesn't sweat, if he's not out in the field at 7 in the morning, but he has that off-season, on-season, he's never going to get anywhere. That's never pushing like that. So yes, of course, Abchayim, uh, and the same thing with Shmuel Navi. Shmuel Navi was, was born to greatness, clearly from this Rashi. But he would not have become Shmuel Navi had he not struggled through everything. And it wasn't easy. And David HaMelech, we know for learning about David HaMelech for, for years and years, um, nothing was taken for granted. As a matter of fact, he had many disadvantages despite his talents. So... It's, this is crucial, besides on the example of Hannah, to keep in mind for our mazel shir. You've got to keep in mind all the rules, and the rules are varied, and people, to complain, sometimes pick on one rule. And it's a funny complaint that, why is this uh, biography mentioning that he was so smart and he finished Shasta Vulnagain, knew Teresh Valpair, Teresh Vixav, and he was 10. It's true. But the Vulnagain had to sweat and work hard to go the Vulnagain. If, like Rabbi Salasanta said, if you know you have extra talents and you don't use it, you're less than the person who had half the talents who's, who's going at his max. And that's like very basic for Chinuch, for ourselves and for our children. So what is interesting is it sounds like on Shmuel's side, he was very young and they already saw it. Amr Daime, Daime, looks like, it's not, not a done deal. Daime Shezehu, Vezesh Amar, Yakem Hashem Ezdvaro, Akana still davening. And we mentioned, I think, once in this year, they asked the stipler, speaking of Reb Chaim, um, he made a comment about davening for children. So they asked him, how long did you daven for Reb Chaim? The stipler then was in his 70s or 80s. So what, make Reb Chaim in his 50s? <laughs> and he said, when, when did I daven for him? <laughs> I'm still davening for him. Reb <coughs> Chaim was <laughs> still davening for him. So Al-Kana, the Shmuel was born. al is not a young man. And it looks like the bracha came true, and everything's going fine, and all the other shmuels are leaving their legos all over the place. And what is he talking for? The answer is uh, nothing is to be taken for granted. This should be shmuel hatzadik. So that's, I think, the um, the background over here, and my my comment on this. It's just the preamble. So we get our bearings. Why did this Basco come out for Shmuel, Hanavi, and nobody else? This Rashi, this Chazal, we don't have by... There are many Gedele, many Nevi, and many Shaftim born. I didn't hear any Medjish about a Basco saying that Asniel ben Kanaz is going to be born, Yeshua ben Nun is going to be born, and Moshe uh, Rabbeinu, we had a forewarning. But very few and far between. Why all of a sudden by Shmuel, Hanavi? Why is this here? Why did this happen? Well, it certainly got people motivated to name their kid Shmuel and to work hard in the Chinuch. Uh, I hope they didn't really give up once they saw it wasn't Shmuel. But the question is, why the Baskel coming? Baskel's a motivator. But, so then it should be by every Gadol's about to be born. So it'll be Baskel's all the time. What? Oh, so I, think, I think the answer is our backdrop of this Nechtham And that is that Chana was only Zechah to this the last drop of it, because he was needed at the time. 
So the Basco came out because he was needed. So, as you said, there was a motivation in a Shemayim that somebody should be davening a lot and somebody should be doing something to bring a Shmuel into the world. And whoever that Yachid is, is going to need a lot of schusim. So the Basco came out to raise the challenge, so to speak, as you're suggesting. And that's why I believe this is here. Without this Avdesla, you can't understand this. And I, and I just thought of this when my son called me. The Avdesla was in my mind because we just covered this Wednesday night. But the Rashi is very famous. I saw looking back at the Rashi. I said, wait a second. The, why is this Baskal here in the first place? We take it for granted. It's a famous story. But then I started thinking, we don't have such a story like this by anybody else. The answer is because this was desperately needed and Chana stepped up to the plate, so to speak, and she got it. But it was needed and somebody had to do it. Yeah. I think it's one of the foundations. I'm suggesting one of the foundations of the Malchus that was going to come from Shmuel. Right. Through anointing Shmuel, anointing Shul, and then you mean they would say so who's he to appoint the king interesting okay that's a possibility yeah, I, I just wonder saying, so I, I, I just wonder we've had Naveen before all of a sudden we need an extra stample on a Navi for, no, for, no for the purposes of Malchus but if he's an accredited Navi so if he says Hashem told me that, and, and by the way, they and asked for a king. He came back after asking Hashem, and Hashem said, okay, and even that was Kaviyochel begrudging. So it wasn't even his idea that he's machash that there'd be pushback. So why, why would that dif- be different than any other accredited Navi who's telling you what the din should be? Because then people need to be Maharib. Okay, that could be, could be that's part of the picture. But I, I think it fits in very well with this Mithra Meliel. That's point number one. Point number two... Um, just another couple of minutes, I'll just raise the question and we'll continue with tomorrow night. The Gemara is referring to, Gemara Brochus, where Chana came back, which is the next Pasuk, she brought the Kabbana, she promised Eli she'd bring it back, she would donate him, so to speak, to the Besamekdash, to Klai Yisrael, she brings him to Eli to be under his tutelage, and he's Paskin and Gadin, Shrita Kasher Bazar, sent to the office where Eli is, and Eli... Turns to Chana and says, I'm very sorry to tell you, but is an extremely serious offense, and it's a chiyim is There's nothing I could do. He's not going to survive. Can you imagine after waiting all these decades and finally got the bracha? And so he'll say, Hagadi chayim is Isn't there some makar, which there is, maybe, that under 20 you can't be chayim is That's a little bit overused and overrated, but the answer is maybe, yeah, maybe not, based on lack of maturity level. Anybody's passing in Shechitikashe Bazaar and overriding the Psak and the Beis Amikdash and the Mishkan is old enough to be knowing Lachar, they can't be Marlach May Rabbi. So Eli said, I'd love to help him, I can't be Michael. This is the Messiah's estate, and he's supposed to be in my tutelage for the next uh, segment of leadership. I, I can't, this is like basic. So Chana came to his defense and she said, No, you gotta save him, you gotta think of something on Nazes Palalti. The Gemara Brad Dash is this. Nazes. So, the Gemara says that her taina was that I davened for him so long, you got to save him. And Ailey said, I can't save him, but I'll get you somebody better. I'll give you another bracha, I'll get you somebody better, which is quite an offer. And the way the Marshal learns the Gemara, she said, you can't. Not going to happen, which is, she said it probably more respectfully than I just said it. Talked to Ailey Akain, who, by the way, was the only one who delivered, who got her the baby the first time with his bracha. It wasn't him, but with all the circumstances, said, you can't, it's too risky, you got to save him. Now, 
it's interesting. So the, the Marsha doesn't fully, the Gemara doesn't say. So why did Eli back down, so to speak? If he had a time, the Moloch was Chayev, Mizdei Shemayim, and you can't forgive it. He, I love to it's not in my hands. The Maser is a stake, it's not my personal covet. So then she said, Well, I, I'm afraid you can't uh, get somebody better. So you can't get somebody better. Okay, so we still Chayev, Mizdei Shemayim. So what's the answer to the question? So again, with this Mikhtam Elio, this gives a Kashas in the Gemara that you can't understand without this backdrop. According to Elio, her taina was, no, no, it's not just for me. I only got this because the class all needs it now. We can't wait to start again. And time is moving and we desperately need this now. He says, we can't wait till maybe me or somebody else is going to have the bracha and have another child, wait another two, three years and do this. You're very old and we got to be trained in and this is, and that was a taina. So he said, so it's not her cheshpin to do averas on, you know, bringing Mashiach. That's true. But, but his whole taina was, I'm meichel my personal covet. But for the Masaira, for Klaiso, the integrity of Klaiso, I can't be meichel on this. So we're talking about Masaira already, what has to be handed over. It's very important if Klaiso needs this change in leadership, the Masaira be handed over now, because we've got to go to the Tukufus of Malachim. That was Zulu Mazu canceled it out. So her first taina was that, like this Mechtam Elio, we need it right now. And Marsha seems to say that she was convinced he can't get somebody better because this is the result of my years of tefillahs and tears and uh, all the schusim we generated and we can't create something better, which she was masking to also. But I think the main shot is that she tied it can't be done over and, yeah, and, the, and it has to be mutter to be meichel in this case and daven for success because the only reason he's here is because Kleisol needs it ASAP. And I think that would be the answer point to this Mechtam Elio. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we will continue tomorrow.